0: Welcome to the Plant School Podcast. I'm Rachel and here we learn about plants, how to care for them, how they work, and I keep it simple and taught in a way that anyone from beginner to expert can enjoy. Join me in Plant School. All right, welcome to episode 50 of Plant School. This is officially season two I am so excited, and before we get into today's episode, I'd like to go over some exciting new things, some exciting announcements going on. So first of all, Sam is no longer on the podcast with me. You might have already noticed the different intro, although he's loved and enjoyed it and helped me start it up. This was his idea, and I'm so grateful for it. It's just a lot easier for us if it's just me to do it by myself. Sam's gotten a lot busier with work, and so it's just going to be me. From here on out, I'm going to try as much as I can to get different guests on so that you guys don't get sick of just me talking all the time. Secondly, I now have a shop. So the link is in the description to every podcast from here on out. We have shirts, stickers, mugs, and I'm going to be adding to it as we go along. And it's just a really great way to support the podcast and get something really cool just to keep this thing going because I do do this on my own time and I don't get paid for it. (laughs) And lastly, I'm doing giveaways. So all you have to do to enter is share this podcast with someone. Just think of someone you haven't already shared it with. Maybe it's a friend, a family member who you think would really enjoy it. And then message them, talk to them, call them, whatever you need to do. As soon as you do it, be sure to just message me on Instagram at tinnyplants that you've done it. This is the honor system here, guys. So please don't lie to me. And I'll enter you in. I'll be announcing giveaways winners on the podcast and we'll just start a new cycle of giveaways after every time I've announced. So think of a list of friends that you can share this with. But yeah, I'm really excited about it and I really hope that you guys will enter in because it's super, super easy to do. Alright, so let's get into this episode. I wanted to start the season out just with something fun, light, and easy, so I asked one of my good friends, Lindsay Lewis, her handle is at fernalicious on Instagram, and she was one of the first people who, like, encouraged me to get on social media and start sharing with other people my love of plants So I thought it would only be right if I have her on since she was kind of the inspiration as I was starting out. And she's going to share with us her top 10 plants that she has found are really easy to propagate. So I hope you guys enjoy. Here is the conversation I had with Lindsay. All right, guys, we're here with Lindsay Lewis, who has so graciously come onto the podcast with me today, which I really appreciate. Before we dive in to the top 10 or Lindsay's top 10 easiest plants to propagate, um, I want to ask you, Lindsay, how did you get into houseplants and why are you passionate about them? Um, that's a great question. So, how did I get into houseplants? I think it started with
1: Growing up my dad always wanted us to work in the yard with him and at first it was really annoying just weeding and all the things that you hate when you're little but he really taught me how to really love plants and flowers and trees and all the things and then I ended up serving a mission in Oregon and that was really awesome too just because it's so green and beautiful there and I, I started getting interested in house plants and learning about them and I was so amazed like I didn't realize that I could grow those things in my house. I was like, oh my gosh, I need all of these. And so (laughs) when I got home, I think it just kind of took off from there. Like I just wanted to learn everything I could about them. I wanted to learn what made them grow. And I just think it's so interesting, like how, I don't know, unique they all are. And I sound so nerdy, but... (laughs) No, I don't know. I just think it's so cool how they're all so beautiful and unique in their own ways. And that you can, I don't know, there's something cool about you being able to help them grow and seeing them grow and taking care of them. Like if there's a pest or whatever, and just figuring out yourself, like learning how to like, okay, what am I going to do now? Like, how can I help this plant be happier or bring it back to life or whatever? So.
0: Yeah, I love that. I can definitely relate to a lot of those points. So by the time you got married, did your husband come into the marriage knowing that you loved houseplants and you had them? <laughs> so I think right
1: after I got married was when I really had the drive to like want to get all the houseplants. Before that, he definitely knew that I had a passion for it, but I don't think he knew the extent. Like he just knew that I was kind of geeky about it, but I, I think I only
0: had like five or six plants at the time before I got married. Okay. And how many do you have now? Or do you know? (laughs) Um, I actually just sold
1: a ton when we moved. So I only have like 27 right now, which sounds like a lot for some people. But before we moved, I had like, this is embarrassing. Some people have more, but I have, I think I had like 72 or something. Wow. But (laughs) (laughs) so I've downsized a lot. I've sold all the ones that I didn't really care about. And I just have all the ones that I, care about right now and it's a lot nicer so. Your current favorite house plant if you had to choose what would it be? I've always loved anything like in the Monstera family but right now I think my favorite is my Tetrasperma Monstera just because it's been growing like a weed and that's pretty cool. I just put on a moss pole
0: a little bit ago and it's taken off so. Is this a different Monstera from that really giant one you had?
1: Yeah yeah that's I awesome. actually cut that one up and sold it when I moved because it was so big. Gotcha. That one that got cut up,
0: it's probably living a lot of great lives with a lot of people now. So
1: yeah, I still have part of it, but
0: yeah. So, okay. Getting into your top 10 easiest um, plants to propagate. I feel like this is a really helpful list to have because if you have a plant that's easy to propagate, you can make more. I know, I don't know if you've ever done this, but The ones that are really easy to propagate, I will do it all the time and give them out as gifts to people whenever I like I'm in a pinch. And so I'm interested to hear what you have to say, because when I get a new plant, that's always something on my mind is, can I make more of these from this one plant? (laughs) So start with your number one and we'll just go from there. Okay. But also I
1: have, I've done that many times where I propagate plants and I'm like, Here's a gift. I think everyone, for the most part, can appreciate a plant or something green. Exactly. I'm glad I'm not the only one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I think my number one that I always think of is a pothos. Why I would say that's number one is because they root super fast. They, For me, probably in like two to three weeks, if not sooner. With most plants, I think, but especially the pothos, if you have a node on your plant, and that's usually like near a leaf and it's a little you already know this but for everyone listening the little brown thing or a little kind of like a nub looking thing by a leaf or on the stem and as long as your cutting or your piece of your plant that you have has one of those you can propagate them I usually like to stick mine in like a mason jar with water and I just change the water weekly but some people also do it in moss and just have wet moss in like a little tank or or you just cover it with surround wrap or something and I feel like those ones are super easy they grow really fast and they're not hard to take care of either. So
0: yes, that's actually probably my number one too is a pothos. It's a very underrated plant. Yeah. Okay. So number two,
1: number two, that at least for me in my experience, um, I've had a lot of success with monstera's the first time I ever tried to, I didn't know anything about it. I just knew that you would put it in water or something. And, um, I took a cutting from a friend and I didn't, it didn't have a note on it. And she, didn't, I don't think she knew what she was doing either. And so I took it, I put it in water. It was in water forever. And I was like, what am I doing wrong? This is so dumb. Like it's not growing. And then I watched a couple of YouTube videos on it. And again, you have to have a node. So, and it didn't have one. So I threw it away and got another one. But with those, I think I've, I've had success with them just in water as well. As long as they have a node or a growth point. You can put them in water and then they will eventually root. They do take a little bit longer, but they're not super hard to root. And once they have at least like an inch long, you can do longer than that. But I usually wait for at least an inch and then you can put them in soil. It's kind of a side note. Some people like to propagate them by like some plants you can just stick right in the dirt and they can start growing. I haven't had the most success with that. Um, it just depends on the plant. But I think the most secure way that I found is usually in water.
0: Gotcha. I've definitely done that though, where I've started to propagate a plant without a node. It's very frustrating. You're like, what is going (laughs) on? Why is no like new growth happening? It's alive, but it's not doing.
1: (laughs) You're like, oh, I guess I just have a leaf. Yeah. All right. So number three. Okay. So number three, I just recently figured out for myself how easy it was. A string of hearts. I was kind of intimidated about propagating them, but I had part of my plant kind of like break off. Part of it was dead. And so I just stuck it in some water and just ignored it for a couple of days. And I came back not even four
0: days later and it already started rooting. I've always heard that it's such a finicky plant, but I've I've never personally dealt with it. Yeah. So here's a tip
1: if someone whoever's listening if they want to try string of hearts but they're intimidated I guess find a friend or something and have them give you a cutting and then you can try out that way because they have I don't know why but it just it rooted really fast and so same thing you just kind of have to have a note I keep saying that but I think that's just kind of cool like how it's almost like a a root on itself if that makes sense like
0: yeah yeah A little growth point on this. Yeah, growth point,
1: node, whatever you want to call
0: it. All right, so number four. I don't know if these are in necessarily
1: like the easiest order, but I guess these are just all the ones that I can think of that have been the easiest for me or just good ones to propagate. Um, But I found that a wandering dude also is really good. That one is kind of weird. I don't think when I tried that one, I don't think I saw like a node or anything huge on it. I just kind of cut the stem and put it in water. And Mm -hmm. so with that one, I don't think you have to, at least in my experience, maybe there was one on there and I didn't see it, but those ones rooted really fast as well.
0: Yeah. When researching it, like doing, I think I did an episode on wandering dudes and I'm pretty sure they don't have any nodes, but they, yeah, yeah, they do really well propagating.
1: Yeah. Super easy. That's another good one. If you have a friend like that has one and if you want to try it out, before you buy your own and kill it I'm just kidding
0: yeah yeah (laughs) it's
1: a good good test test run if you want it if you want to try um any kind of plants just get a cutting from a friend so yeah all right so number five number five um this one I also tried last year I feel like I tried a lot a lot during quarantine and COVID I just propagated everything so but I tried a rubber tree plant or a taniki I guess some people can call it that and that one, you don't have to have a node. I just kind of cut the stem, the woody stem part of it. And I just put that one in as in water as well. That one took maybe like a month and a half. So it was a little bit longer, maybe two months, but I didn't have any problems with it. It rooted eventually. So <laughs> there awesome. I I guess it was easy because it did eventually like it did root. Mm-hmm. I don't think like there was anything crazy that I had to do with it to help it root. Like I didn't put any root hormone on it or anything like that.
0: Um just stuck it in water. Just stuck it in water, yeah. Awesome. All right, so number six.
1: Something that I have found that I also tested with um recently was snake plants <laughs> in the last couple of years. I don't know if I would say so they are easy but they but they do take a long time. It took I think like two to three months in water. But They once they're rooted, they will grow like crazy little babies. So, I also have found success with them in moss as well. So, I think they grew faster in moss. I'm trying to remember, I think it only took like a month and a half for them in moss. Okay. Okay. And what I do with those is I cut them into like a little V on the bottom. Um, I've noticed that I just watched a YouTube video on it one time and they said that it helps it to grow faster I don't know the science behind it but that's what I did Gotcha. okay so number seven okay number seven I would say so I have a love-hate relationship with succulents I feel like (laughs) I feel like they're a lot harder than people than people say I think it's just because they don't love to be watered all the time and so everyone is they just love their plants and they want to take care of them and so they just I think if you don't know a ton about plants then you're like, wait, I'm watering my plants. What is like, why are they dying? And so if you do have a succulent and they have leaves that fall off, sometimes that's normal. You can just leave them in the dirt and they eventually, I usually miss mine a little bit, but they grow little tiny babies. Usually they get pink little roots first. An easy, so tips for an easy propagation for most plants would be putting them in sunlight. And then two, I think sometimes you just have to either miss them or change out their water weekly, or their moss. And mm-hmm. I think refreshing that really helps. So with succulents, I think I just missed
0: mine every once in a while and just left it there in the sun. Yeah, I definitely feel you there, though, on having love-hate relationship with succulents. They're so cheap, I think that's the draw to most like new houseplant owners. Yes. Huh. All
1: totally. right, so number nine. Okay, so number nine would be any kind of philodendron that's like a... Sh- Let's see. I know that there's tons of different philodendrons, so it could be Mm -hmm. anything, but I think those ones that are kind of, they kind of look like pothos, but they're not. Those ones I found success with as well. And just the same thing. They also have nodes and um, putting them in moss or water I have found is successful for them.
0: So. So your last, in your top 10, what is your last recommendation?
1: So my number, number 10 would be a spider plant and yeah they're just super easy to propagate as well just because of their babies and I think any plant that produces pups or babies whatever you want to call them Mm -hmm. they're very easy to propagate sometimes you can just separate them um, and start a new plant or take cuttings
0: from them and put them in moss or water so thank you all right so that's your top 10 and while you were talking I had this question what would you say water compared to moss does moss do better when propagating houseplants? Cause that's something I've never done. And I'm just genuinely curious. I
1: would say, let's see. So for me personally, I've had more success with water. I think that's okay. just why I just always do that. But I think it's been about 50, 50. Some plants and moss go really way fast and it's awesome for it. And then others, it takes forever. So mm-hmm. I think some plants maybe just need more moisture to grow or to, to root. And then others don't need as much, and maybe they just need more humidity um, with the moss and with the, like, if you put it in a propagation tank or some round wrap over or whatever. And so it's kind of scary. Sometimes, like, I bought some moss when I bought moss for the first time. I was like, oh, watch, this isn't going to work, and I'm just going to have to throw it all Like, But that's how I've learned about everything, honestly, is, like, sometimes I think I should have gone to school for what you did because I love it so much, but you know what I mean? But at the same time, I I just think it's so cool that like, yeah, if you want, if you're passionate about something and if you want to learn about it, you can read about it. You can watch YouTube videos about it. If you kill your plants, you can learn from that. That's what I did. You know what I mean? So if you find pests or whatever, you just kind of learn. It's just like parenting, but with plants. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Right. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I would say like yeah, I got a degree and it did a lot of plant biology and all that stuff. But man, Google and reading like Google Scholar research articles <laughs> has taught me so much more, I think. Oh my gosh. So, well, thank you so much again for sharing this with us, for taking the time to be on the podcast. Of course. It was great to have you and great to hear what your top 10 easiest plants were to propagate of
1: course i'm glad i could help share some of the somewhat knowledge that i have (laughs) thanks rachel
0: Thank you for being here and listening today, and I hope you'll join me next week. If you'd like to support this podcast and keep it going, you can find the support link below in the description and donate. Or I have some awesome Plant School merch, including stickers, shirts, and mugs, and the link to my shop is in the description as well. And if you don't want to spend any money but still support the podcast, share this podcast with a friend, either verbally or electronically. This will even qualify you for my giveaway. Just message me on Instagram at tinnyplant that you shared the podcast with a friend, and you'll be entered in for a chance to win some goodies. Winners will be announced on the podcast. Again, thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great week.